The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on a Wednesday, a championship Wednesday. Skyview Bobcats on their way home with championship hardware this afternoon. Exciting game for them between the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. And, and wow, what a game, Ajay. Yeah. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. John Newbold is so good. He's like the Gus Johnson of high school radio. Like, he can bring excitement from watching water come out of his thing. I mean, it's <laughs> awesome. No, it really is, though. He's so good at it, and he brings so much joy. I thought he did a great job calling it straight down the line. That's hard to do. That's, I, I mean, because when you've been calling for games for one team, as he's been calling for Skyview for so long, it's hard to all of a sudden just split it right down the line. And he did such a great job. I thought him and Ryan Grunig were wonderful. That was Today was just one of those games where it's like, can we just keep playing? This yeah. is so fun. I know. Uh, it, neither team and I know wanted it to end. Both teams were exhausted, but you're like, give me an overtime. Give me two. Give me yes. three. So, Sky, if you missed it, Skyview jumped out to the early lead. They dominated in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Logan started to get a little bit of a groove back in the second, but Skyview goes into halftime with a pretty healthy, you know, a comfortable position, um, and uh, they won the first quarter 17-9. to It was pretty even in the second. Both teams scored 10 points. Uh, the, the star for Logan, Amber Karchner, only has seven points in the first, uh, first half. She basically matches that within the first two minutes of the third quarter. She just came out firing in the third quarter to get Logan back into it. Uh, Logan outscores uh, Skyview 20-14 to 14 in the third to get back into it. And then Skyview starts to go on a run again. They go on like a 10-0 run. Um, after it got close, it got to 41-all. And then Skyview bumps it up. They have a 10-point lead. It looks like they're maybe going to close the deal here. If about uh, two and a half, three minutes to go. Uh, three and a half minutes ago ish, and then uh, Logan just doesn't say die. You know they kept chopping wood, kept making plays, hitting threes. Uh, Skyview missed a lot of really easy opportunities to seal this and put it out of reach. They missed a lot of uh, free throws, turned the ball over, and Logan just kept fighting and eventually got down to one with like three. Seconds to go, five seconds to go. And that's when chaos just ensues. <laughs> it was really weird how it ended. Uh, Skyview goes to shoot two free throws. One goes in. The first one goes in. The second one doesn't. And then it gets weird with the, the clock and the rebound, and someone doesn't start the clock, and uh, Amber Karchner falls to the floor, hurts her knee, stays in there. Uh, but eventually this is how it all finished up when the clock v- finally did hit zero. 5.4 seconds, it's 56-54, Hellstern has one more. It's missed, rebound, Smart tips it out, she's got it, the clock's not moving. The clock. The clock didn't they move. They should have ran out. Hellstern had the rebound. Now the referee's talking, there's 2.3 on the uh, clock. I think there should be about... There was, five. there was 5.4. Helstern missed. Caitlin Smart, Amber Karchner fighting for the rebound. It's popped loose to Helstern, but the clock wasn't running. Helstern dribbled the ball to midcourt. 
3.2 seconds on the clock. 56-54 Skyview. They get it to Helstern. Helstern dribbles. And it's stolen by Rose, but it's over. It's over. She stole the ball, but couldn't get the shot off. Skyview hangs on. Skyview hangs on and wins the game. 56-54. to And what, what oh. a game. You, you, you wouldn't expect anything less from what we had this year. Dramatic <laughs> final finish. Uh, man, give it to both teams and how they came at it. Uh, it was a clean game. Um, I thought that the Sevier Valley Center, they, they did a great job in presenting the championship game uh, from all accounts. And uh, it looks like it was a, a good experience, well represented. And the Cache Valley teams, Region 11 teams, did well down there. You know, Ridgeline, unfortunately, last night, unable to get it done against Cedar. Uh, Cedar opened the fourth quarter on an 11-0 run. That really hurt Ridgeline and then just never able to get quite back into it. And Cedar was able to close the deal, winning by, was it five or six uh, last night for the boys? And then uh, for the girls, Skyview and Logan, man, it was it was great. What a great game. Unfortunately, only one team could win. But Skyview wins their third state championship for girls basketball. Logan was looking for their first. Uh, but... Um, Great season overall for Region 11, and congratulations to Skyview. Hey, congratulations to all that's involved. Congratulations to to uh, the girls' squads in Region 11 who were wonderful. That Bear River Green Canyon game was remarkable on the girls' side. Uh, that, the buzzer beater from the Bear River team to win it. I mean, it was just a great game. Ridgeline did what they could in the boys' section. Um, you know, Skyview had to play a just a runaway train in Dixie that was, and um, and competed their ends off. It just, I think a lot of teams need to get some credit for for uh, what the work they've done, and I think we'll do that. And at least on the boys' side for Region Eleven, all uh, the all Region Eleven awards, uh, which will be coming out soon. So, yeah, thank you for getting me your picks. Yeah, I need to make one minor change though. <laughs> As uh, I did some studying on something, and I figured it out, I need to make a small change. Based Simple on change. regular season, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. You're not. You're not trying to squeeze in some. No. Well, no. based no. on what this person no. did in the post. No. Maybe. No. Maybe. No. Absolutely not. That's that's breaking the rules. That's not breaking. Yeah, you never break the rules. <laughs> I guess it would help to set rules, but. Yeah, no, again, Eric, just a wonderful and a big thanks to John Newbold for spending, what, almost, geez, almost seven days, close to that, it felt like, uh, down <laughs> uh, there. And, and he went and down care Sunday of all night. Great games, yeah. Yeah, went down. And he wasn't feeling well. No. He did he, not have a good weekend. He wasn't feeling well. He MJ'd wasn't it. sure. Went with the flu. He was going to be able to make it. In 45 minutes and hit the game winner. John Newbold did all. And I thought Dave Simmons' call was great last night. I thought Dave was wonderful, just spectacular on his call. So, uh, best in the biz and those guys, and uh, grateful to have them. And, again, what, what a blast that was, and, and good for us to be able to listen. And then we got more tournament action coming up in about two weeks when the NCAA tournament takes over the airwaves here uh, on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Um, our listeners are going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. You're going to love the opportunity to be able to hear from some of the best in the country when it comes to calling basketball games on Westwood One, be on this station uh, and I think, Eric, if I've uh, talked to our program director correctly, well, you and I are going to have a chance to come in every now and then in between games, give us, uh, give the uh, listeners our spiel, what we've been hearing, thoughts on the bracket, thoughts on the games. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for uh, three weeks. We'll, uh, we'll start that up. 
Okay, Ajay, 10 seconds to go. Cedar leads Desert Hills 63-57. to 57. Uh, Actually, Desert Hills just came down, chucked up a three, and it basically airballed. Uh, about eight seconds to go. Cedar looks like they're going to wrap this thing up. So Cedar was a team champs. that was almost an afterthought going into the state tournament. If we can be honest, Desert Hills and Dixie were the clear-cut teams, and there Pineview was, and Pineview and Ridgeline was in there. That mix it was well. It was Juan Diego, Pineview, Dixie. I mean, it was between those yeah. three were the the top billers as the best chance. And to win. it's all about getting hot at the right time. Like that's really what it's about. Like you might be the best team in the state. But can you get hot at the right time and have some balances break your way? Um, that and for Cedar, it's done just that. Like they struck gold exactly when they needed to, and it looks like they're going to be the four A state champs. And Cedar has a guy that's committed to Utah State. Is that right? He's a baller. Um, if I've heard, I don't even actually know how to talk about it. Yeah, he's a baller. He's really, really good, actually. Um, the Dallin kid, isn't it? Dallin uh, something. Can't remember his name. Dallin? Dallin? No, don't. Eric, stop it. Put your hand down. <laughs> don't do that. Stop it. I like Dallin. Yeah, you do. That's why you give him the wrong times. They don't text him. That's why you have him show up when he doesn't need to. Uh, but uh, No, this kid's a baller. He's going to be really good. Uh, I know Craig Smith's really excited about him. Well, it's uh, final ticks, and uh, it is now done. Game over. Cedar wins, rushing the court, jubilation, happiness all around Tears. for Cedar. Gatorade they beat bath. Desert Hills 64-57, to just like it was an all-Region 11 championship for the girls. It was an all-Region 9, Nine. Yeah. for the boys. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, the Rolling Stones are breaking up, it looks like. Huh? Too bad. What? We have – no, they're sagging. Just they're, <laughs> they're sagging. The poster is sagging. <laughs> they're sagging. <laughs> Oh shoot! Hey, we got a short show today. We got some jazz basketball at 5 p.m. The uh, best defensive player in the NBA um, versus Rudy Gobert. That's what we're all excited about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so sick of Ben Simmons. Like he's man, he's not the best defensive player in the NBA. I that that's a clear cut Rudy Gobert theme. Like and, and, and Ben Simmons thinks he's better than Draymond Green was back in like the 15-16 championship dynasty. Draymond Green was so much better. Draymond Green was incredible. Like, somebody said, you know what I want to see is Ben Simmons go to the hole and not like cheap shot him, but get a flagrant foul. Like late, light him up when he gets to the rim. Maybe say something under your breath to him and let him know that you're there. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, this guy just continually trashes the Jazz. He verbalized bullies them. Like, I want to see somebody go over there and knock him around a little bit. You know? thing is, the Jazz don't have that guy. I know. Jay Crowder, Grayson Allen would trip him. Um, Trevor Booker would probably knock his lights out, to be honest yeah, with you. The Jazz have had those kinds of guys I in the past. I miss they don't them. have anybody on the roster this year to do that. I them. I really, really miss them. By the way, you don't have your brute squad like in yeah. hockey. Yeah. By the way, uh, our text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to text in, it's been a while since we've had text. I am by the way full um, front, full front. What is that word? Um, full, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting worried about full, where you, what no, you're trying no, full to say. Front, um, no, uh, full honesty, full, full disclosure. Yes, yes. Thank better you. than full front. 
<laughs> I don't know where that's headed. Full fr- um, um, full disclosure, <laughs> we pre-recorded a couple days ago, so if we didn't talk high school basketball, for those that were upset, that's why. Because we pre-recorded. <laughs> we, didn't, we were not live, and I'm sorry. But we're live today, we're live tomorrow, we're live Friday. We're here all day for you. 435-339-0321. Um, and we're live. We're live. Looking live from the studios. Looking live. We're going to remodel this thing, man. This thing's a... And we got to get this thing remodeled. We're working on that, actually. It's going to happen soon. Like, okay. I was told soon, full four or five months ago. Well, in all honesty, full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> we were told that there was going to be a significant remodel a year ago. Oh, and then COVID kind of changed a lot of plans. But are we soon, actually? Because I have some. Are Are we really soon, though? Are we soon from that happening? Uh, yeah. Because I have some great interior design <laughs> motives that I would love to just throw at uh, throw at the wall here and see what would happen. I think you would love my. Ideas. I think it'd be like the Rolling Stones <laughs> in here. Who are sagging? Kind of sagging. <laughs> Gosh, your problem. Uh, hey, uh, jazz. Um, <laughs> Jeez. By the way, uh, Tobias Harris is available tonight. Oh, so he is? it's, it's going to be a full squad versus a full squad. Are you excited? I mean, okay, and I know I've asked this before because I asked about when Kawhi, PG, and Batum were going to play for the Clippers against the Jazz in game two. Do you want to play this team? Absolutely. You do? I mean, I, I man, with Tobias Harris, that's a good basketball team. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried. With Mike Connolly, the Utah Jazz are a good basketball team. Well, that that is with Joe the, Ingles. The Jazz are a good basketball team. With uh-oh. Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz are a good basketball team. I mean, the Jazz are good with their guys, and I, you want to be able to go up against their best, so nobody can say, "Yeah, well, you beat them, but they didn't have X, Y, or Z." Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, I I know we lost to uh, the Pelicans, got dominated by Zion. Julian beats a bigger problem than Zion Williamson. Zion Williams is it Williamson? Zion Williamson, right? Uh, Julian beats a much bigger problem, and I I feel like that alone is going to put the Jazz um, in some pressure and maybe in a hole. Well, the Jazz, like we talked about this the other day, uh, they gave up what was it seventy six yeah. points in, in the, the paint, paint against the Pelicans. Yeah. No, uh, Philadelphia is built differently. Like Joel will get points in the paint, but he'll drop out and stick a three in your eye. Um, Simmons, he lives in the paint. He doesn't really hardly do anything outside. Um, but having them both available will be interesting. How that matches things up for the Jazz defensively? You know how they draw that up, uh, how they try to match that up. So Rudy would be on Joel. So is it? Boyan, who gets Ben Simmons, is it? Uh, it's probably more Royce O'Neal would be my guess. You know, I'd probably see Boyan on Tobias Harris, but they do pose some interesting matchup challenges for the Jazz. Jazz uh, struggled in the last one, so how do they rebound? They haven't lost two in a row in a long, long time. Did you say Royce on Ben? That would probably be my guess. Yeah, no, that, no, I was hoping you would say that. Okay, and 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 if you're Royce, it's the easiest matchup. You go sit at the free throw line, or at least elbow extended the free throw line, and you don't go guard Ben any further than that. You leave, like, if Ben wants to shoot a perimeter jumper, by all means, Ben, and if you make one, congratulations, you're going to be all over Sports Center. But I go sit at the free throw line and make him come to me. Make him take wide open jumpers. 
Like, that could be the easiest defensive assignment. Make him shoot the ball from the perimeter. Yes. Make him don't don't let him get downhill. No, no, and I mean, but I do trust. I mean, anything inside, if he wants to drive on him, I yeah, I don't Utah, have a problem with coming that. into this matchup. Utah is currently favored by two and a half. Wow. But these are the top two teams in the NBA in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. The number one team in the West, the number one team in the East. Jazz beat the Sixers uh, earlier. Ben Simmons had a great game and uh, bragged about how well he played, but failed to mention the final score where the Jazz beat him by 11 points. Wow. What was the score of that game? 134 to 123. And Embiid didn't play, right? Correct. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Embiid's a problem. He's a problem for Gobert, too, because he's more physical than Rudy. And he's a bigger body than Rudy. I think the perimeter, we're good. I think we're, I think we're going to be okay on the, on the guard line. The, the inside is what's gonna, it's what scares me. Well, it's how well did the Jazz guard the interior when Rudy has to be, draw, be drawn out, out yeah. to guard Joel Embiid on the perimeter. Do you so how well do they guard the, around the hoop when, when they're trying to – I mean, the typical – Jazz defensive style is to funnel everything to Rudy in the paint. But if he's not there, if he's having to be outside for fear of a three-point shot, then how well do they handle the interior defense? Do you make Embiid shoot, like, if Embiid wants to shoot the three, do you make Rudy go out and guard him? Do you say, do you know what? Let him shoot. Let's let him have his, you know, let, let him take his threes. I mean, it's a tough gamble. He's yeah. a good three-point shooter. He is. I mean, he's. But the risk is that you open up the paint for somebody else to go in. Ben Simmons does does damage down down low. In the and when paint. he's shooting just under fifty two percent over the last ten games, I mean, it's. Uh, well, I guess it's Simmons right now and Beasley in the team with eleven and a half boards. He's averaging almost thirty points a game. That's incredible. Yeah, he's having an MVP type Good season. Gosh, yeah, I'd say so. Absolutely. How do you guard him? How do you guard Jill Embiid? I mean, I mean, do you send a double? No, I think you just put Rudy on him one on one. Yeah, this is, and then you got to switch everybody else now if it comes to it. Now, granted, you know the the Sixers are what last ten games are five and five. They're averaging about one hundred and fifteen points, forty five rebounds, just twenty three assists, eight steals, six blocks, and they're shooting forty seven percent from the field. Um, and their opponents, by the way, are at 112 on 46% shooting. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I would I make him shoot from the perimeter. I, like you said, like if you let Ben Simmons get downhill with momentum, he's a problem. If you let Jill B dominate the paint, that's a problem. Make him do a lot of their work from the perimeter, and you're going to have a shot at this. Again, we'll have pregame coverage here on the fans coming up uh, a little later on this hour. Actually, yeah. uh, game tips off at uh, seven o'clock Eastern, and uh, it's five o'clock Mountain, and uh, we'll have the full play-by-play. You were about to see seven o'clock Mountain time, weren't you? Uh, it was close. So, with that being said, we do have a lot more we want to get to. In fact, including some giveaways. 
Oh, shoot. Yeah, I forgot about this. We want to give away some We're going to find out who's actually listening to our show today. Yes, so stay tuned. That's coming up next on the other side here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson. Go check out CashValleyDaily.com. The details about the uh, Skyview girls winning the 4A Girls Basketball State Championship. See a photo gallery of the action there as well. In fact, we've got the audio. You can listen to the first half and second half as it played out. Hear Hurricane John Newbold call it and to see how it all played out. Relive the championship game, which was heard here on the fan earlier today. Actually, got an idea for that giveaway that we're doing. I want to run it by you. Wait, do we got to do we have another break we got to use or what? Where are uh, we? At? We do have one more break. We'll need to get in before okay. we have to get away for the. Jazz. Okay, all right, all right. We'll we'll get that in, and then we'll do this giveaway for some wonderful prizes uh, for you to be a part of. To our wonderful listeners, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Eric nine three one five. Ask us. What are your thoughts on Fresno State beating Boise? It's it sucks, and you know what? The Mount West Conference should have never played the games. They should have never played them because now that they made them play, they made them lose. The Mountain West Conference made Boise State <laughs> lose. Craig Thompson's got to shoot the ball better. He's got to pass better. He's got to dribble better. He's got to coach better. It's his fault. Right. It's all the Mountain West's fault that uh, Boise State lost. God, your tweets were good today. Potential. I just and it's okay. Wait, 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 before we go any further, I want to give I want to give the victims a chance to respond. So to nine four seven four and two seven eight seven, who are Boise State area people, you know, Boise State fans, I guess. Um, I w- I want to hear the other side of it, not from a Boise State beat writer's perspective, from from two Bronco fans. What are your thoughts about the Broncos playing Fresno? For one game this week, one game, and they get to play at home against one of the worst teams in the conference. They're picked to beat by fourteen and a half. A, a team and they had a nine-point lead on with five minutes 200 left. in the net ring. Yes, that they had a nine-point lead on with five minutes left in the game. I want to hear their their thoughts too, so I'm not just one-sided here. I'm trying to be better about listening, <laughs> but Eric, at the same time, oh. like it just blows my mind. That we have people going out there on the the Twitters and saying, well, Boise State wasn't really expecting to play this game. Dude, there was an open week for this kind of situation. Everybody knew it was coming. You knew like a week ago. You knew. More you than knew a week ago. Well, you knew when this game got postponed that it was probably going to be played in that open week. Because that was the reason why they had the open week in there in the first place. Was to play it. So, yeah, the Boise State fans and those who follow, I'm just going to put it that way, those who follow Boise <laughs> well, State it is. closely have been, uh, have really done a 180 all of a sudden. After Boise State lost the game, they are hopping up and down, mad at the Mountain West. Why? And San Diego State's mad too. They're like, this is what you get, Craig Thompson, for making them play. Dude, what do you? Or I mean, maybe maybe they're complaining because if San Diego State does finish as a one seed, they got to play Boise State in the semifinal. That sucks. Here are the reasons why these games need to be played this week. Let, let's start with that. Yes. Okay, yes, please. Because apparently the the tune is changing 
every day, mm-hmm. especially if you're a little bit north and west of Logan right now. <laughs> so the reasons you play, one, there's a contractual obligation with your TV partners. Two, you try to play every team at least once in the conference. Three, it matters for seeding purposes. Boise State may be the number two seed. They may end up as a number four seed. Heavens, they might even end up as a number five seed. So the the seeding matters. Playing the games against the other teams in your conference matters. Uh, uh, fulfilling your TV obligations That's a big one. matters. Helping your top teams give them a chance to improve their net ranking matters. Giving a chance to get on national television to add more exposure to your team and to the conference as a whole matters. Taking a week off to sit on your hands doesn't help you. Does And, and that's what... So the, it was said and it had been reported that if Boise State didn't get a conference makeup game this week, they were going to find a non-conference game to play. So what if they lose that one? Then who are they blaming? The Mountain West Conference for not giving them any games? That they had to go find one on their own? I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. And, and don't tell me Leon Rice wanted to sit on his hands for 12 days no. and wait it out. No way. No way would you want to sit for that long just to go play a conference tournament game. Where, by the way, you're probably going to still end up fourth and then have to play Nevada. And if you win, you got to play San Diego State. But the, the current net rankings right now, today, updated. Okay. San Diego State, 17th. They play at UNLV tonight. Colorado State is at 39. They host New Mexico, a team that's parting ways with their head coach. Boise State, they're at 43. They're not doing anything for the rest of the week. They have the advantage of taking time to rest, prepare for the Mountain West Tournament. Utah State, they are 47. They keep moving up. They play, they host Wyoming tomorrow. So there are four teams in the top 50 in the net ranking. Uh, don't tell me this Mountain West team, this Mountain West is a one-bid league. That's yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, that absolutely. Is just stupid. Yeah, don't tell me, well, you cost them millions and millions of dollars. If Boise State doesn't get in, that's $1.4 million. And if they don't get in, I think Colorado State still has a shot to get in. I think Utah State has a shot to get in. San Diego State obviously is in, barring that they don't screw it up against UNLV and then into the tournament. Uh, interesting stats and information from B.J. Reigns. Hit me. Follows Boise State very closely. Big fan of yours. 2016, Boise State started the season 16-8, and eight, finished 4-4. Four and four. 2017, 16-8, finished 4-4. Four and four. 2018, 20 and 4, finished 3 and 5. Are you kidding me? 2019, 11 and 14, then went 2 to 6, 2 of 2 and 6 to finish. Last year, 2020, 16 and 8, finished 4 and 4. This is a team that habitually, this time of year, stumbles. Why is that? Leon Rice, just a few weeks ago, I mean, he's got to know this trend. A few weeks ago, he's waving the banner. Let's not let's limit the field. Let's not play as many games. I'm currently in the top position of the Mountain West. Mountain West, you got to do what you can to preserve my spot because I know this is about the time of year where I collapse, where I don't know how to where coach Derek my team. Derek Olson goes Mountain West Conference Player of the Year running poops the bed, and I don't know how to finish. 
By the way, do you have Derek Olsen's stats from last night? Dude, he was porous. Eric, he was so bad. Yeah, and, and then, by the way, their final possession was Acaw taking a like, fadeaway step back in his grill three-pointer contested. <laughs> it was a bad shot selection. 9-3-1-5. How about the Mount West take away all the in-conference games from Boise State? They can go undefeated, hit the Rose Bowl. That's the type of thinking for uh, that's the type of thinking they have here for the Crimea River Boise State Broncos. Like the Mountain West can never do enough for no. Boise. It's it's uh, it's like I don't I don't know I would be so frustrated if I was at office yeah. in Colorado Springs. Like these guys are never satisfied. Like do we set no you matter up, what we do we set you up at home with a team that you're supposed to beat handily. If you're Boise State and you're an NCAA tourney contending team, you go win that game running away. Fresno State had one of the worst three-point shooting percentages. Now, granted, they went off last night. They went nuts. So, Leon Rice, you're such a great coach that everybody raves about. Change your defensive strategy. Fresno continued to bomb threes. They were 10 of 23 last night. What was Alston? Give me his line. Do you have it? Uh, 12 points. One assist, four rebounds. Shot what? Uh, he was four for 16. By the way, those 12 points, eight of them he got in a run on his own. He went on a, like, a, a, like a self-8-0 run in the second half. So he had four points going into that little run he had. Otherwise, it would have been a deep doo-doo. So current standings, San Diego State is number one. Colorado State's number two. Uh, Utah State's number three, and the Aggies are a half game ahead of Boise State. With Aggies got to play two games. They got Wyoming and Fresno. You split that, you're then you're cemented into the three seed. You're you're there. Uh, San Diego State wins today. They are the Mountain West Conference regular season champions. Uh, if they lose and Colorado State wins, Colorado State, I think, is the one seed going into that tournament. And San Diego State's the two. Um, does San Diego State play twice this week? Once. UNLV. Mm. Because we have to remember the two game series against New Mexico. It counts as forfeits. Counts as forfeits. That's right. And counts, doesn't show on the regular season record, but it does count for seeding. Yeah, in for the, the Mount, tournament. For the Mount West Conference tournament. Right. Yes. So uh, really, San Diego State is 15 and 3, not just 13 and 3. Uh, 9474. After Boise swept USU, they fell asleep on the season. They all they figured it was over and they could coast until the NCAA tournament, even if they lost to San Diego State. The issue, I think, is Boise absolutely hates USU, especially after the whole moving the games to Idaho Center, and they built it up emotionally, and once they swept, they crashed. Okay, this whole business about moving the venue, because there were so many fans who wanted to get in to watch them, and it would have been a sold-out extra-mile arena for every game. Don't give me yeah. that crap. Because they had 700 there they yesterday. Ha- they have 900 seats allotted, available. and They have not filled that allotment in any single yeah. home game None that they've had. Filled. Yeah. No, I think they had 678 in game one against the Aggies. In game two, it was 872. And then... Had this, about 700 last night. Yeah, 700 last night. I mean, they have not even come close to it. Zero one one three text into the show. Thanks for joining us, Zero one one three. Great to have you. Uh, he says, I'm from the Boise area. I don't think many people care as much about Boise State basketball as you two. People on Twitter aren't usually that smart. It's not as serious as you guys always think it is. We're not the ones going off about Boise State being an NCAA tournament team and losing their hopes on the Fresno State. We're just calling it as it was when we saw it last night. 
Well, I, I just I think it's silly. I mean, they're talking about how what a great team they have and what great fan support they have, and then they they just not there. But in zero one one three, let me I don't know maybe I can clarify my answer just a tad bit for you. Um, Boise State basketball had one of their best teams they've had in a long time this year. I mean, there is they they had automatic bid hopes to the NCAA tournament, high seed, winning a conference championship, regular season and tournament. They felt like this was that team, and now they're in fourth place and they're looking like they're gonna have to win at least win out. Um, to to have that opportunity, and I think that's why it's being said made such a big deal. Yeah. all around the conference, if I may. Uh, nine three one five. Wouldn't it be fair to give USU the one game they can't play on on Wyoming, or would that not change things on the standings? Well, since they are going to make up one game against Wyoming, and they will have played the Cowboys. Um, it, it's kind of different circumstances than what happened with the New Mexico San Diego State series. Yeah, absolutely. But look, Craig wants to play games. Like he's begging to get games in with his crew right now. He wants he wants reps. He wants minutes for these kids. Wants them very badly, and so he's willing to go out there and go play them. All right, we got to call a timeout here on the full court press. When we come back, AJ, let's give away some tickets let's to go see Utah State and uh, Wyoming. Yep. Stick around. Stay tuned for how to win. We've got a set of four and a set of two. Do not participate if you can't use the tickets. We only want to give them to people who actually will use them to go see Utah State take on Wyoming Thursday night. Stick around. We'll tell you how to win. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, the full court press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. AJ Salveson, Eric Franson here on the full court press. Eric, got a little bit of bite back, huh? 9474 text back in says, Eric, did you completely forget your interview with BJ Reigns of Boise State? It was never about filling the arena. There was a COVID order for the county Boise is in, and if they move to the Idaho Center, a different county, fans, and most importantly, family could go to the game. Come on, man. Remember these things. I clearly remember it clear as day. It wasn't about filling the arena. It was filling the allotment of seats available. That, that's what I'm talking about. They talking about how excited they were to get to try to get fans to see the games, but then they were excited that they could create 900 tickets, and even those 900 tickets didn't get filled, didn't get used. That that's that's my point. It's about doing things to make seats available, which I plotted them for to try to find ways to make that happen because Utah State's benefited from that. But then when they were available, they didn't get used. So my point is that the maybe the, the basketball team really isn't followed that closely in Boise. Hmm. I, don't know, that's, I don't know. I mean, you got tickets available, and if you're so excited, as we were told, wouldn't you, if you had a chance to go, wouldn't you go? I don't know. Just found it odd. Audrey, let's give away some tickets to people who want to go see the Utah State team play. Yeah, because know, on Thursday. When those seats, Tickets are available. Aggies use them. Aggie yep. fans fill their allotments regularly. Uh, so for the game tomorrow night against Wyoming, I want to make this clear. We have a couple different chances to win. For the pair of four tickets to go see Utah State and Wyoming tomorrow night, Ajay, the first question. Okay, so the first question for the pair of tickets, right? Of four. Oh, of four. Set of four. Okay. okay, so for a set of four tickets, you need to text in with this answer. 
What is Craig Smith's record with Utah State in the month of March? Again, what is Craig Smith's record with Utah State in the month of March? Text in right now, 435-339-0321. First one with the correct answer. You get the tickets. You'll need to come in tomorrow, pick them up. Uh, we'll put your name or put your phone number on there so they know who it is. And then for the pair of tickets, or do you want to do it one at a time? So for the for the set of four tickets. Yes. Four three five. Yes. Three three nine yes. zero three two one. Spicy. What is Craig Smith's record with the Aggies in March? Now for the the set of two tickets, just a pair of tickets for yes. tomorrow. Yes. Different question. Different which question. requires a different answer. And that question is, who was the Mountain West Conference Player of the Week this last week? For the pair of tickets. For two tickets to go see Utah State, take on Wyoming tomorrow in the Spectrum, text in 435-339-0321. Who was the Mountain West Conference Player of the Week last week? If you correctly identify that one, you'll get two tickets. And if you can correctly identify Craig Smith's record in As March, of right now, by the way, as of right now, what is his record? We have not got a correct answer yet. Uh, 3886, you just won a pair of tickets to the Wyoming game. 0342, you have just won four tickets to the Wyoming game. Uh, Nimish Keta, 3886, uh, texted in with uh, the correct answer for the player of the week. 0342 texted in with the correct answer of the record. He is 8 and 1. As of right now, his lone loss being against Washington. He's 8 and 0 against Mountain West Conference teams including the Mountain West Conference tournament, but he's 8 and 1 as the head coach in the month of March with Utah State. So again, 0342, you've won the pair of four tickets. Uh you'll come in uh to the front office, uh just give him your phone number. Eric will write it down, throw it up there to the front, and our wonderful receptionist will take good care of you. 3886, you have won yourself a pair of tickets uh, with Namish Keda being the player of the week. Boy, he had a fantastic week against uh, against Nevada, and it's rightfully deserved. So uh, thank you all for participating. That was a lot of man. Look, our text line was live. Nice. Hey, we ought to be giving way more stuff. I mean, if this I is know. the way it is. Let's do this. I mean, I got we got seven four two one in the house. We got six eight six five in the uh, house. Five three three eight. Good answer, not correct, but for the set of tickets, Craig Smith's record the month of March is excellent, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Yes, it yes. is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Eight and one is his record in the month of March. I would have fully expect it to be ten and one when we get ready for the Mount West Conference tournament next Thursday evening. Actually, if they're a three seed, it's a late night game. It is a uh, 9.30 start here, 8.30 in Las Vegas, and then a 10 p.m. semifinal mountain time here, 9 p.m. in Ve- I hate late games. I'm so sick of them. Just <laughs> spare me. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, the, the, the Aggies uh, are in a good position. Um, certainly, they, they don't want to be you know follow in what Boise State felt. Yeah, absolutely before. not. But they won't blame the Mount West Conference if they do, I can tell no, you that. That's not Craig Smith's. Modus operandi. No. Well, that's very on brand. Modus operandi. What? Modus operandi. Did you just make that up, or is that like Portugal? Oh, I think it's Latin, actually. Mo? You haven't heard it? That's their mo. Okay, can't wait. No, it's that's their be, that, way of doing. That'd be things. momentum. 
No, it's a, you know, Wyoming can be a challenge. They can be a, a team that surprises the Aggies a little bit, so they, they can't lose sight. Um, games still have to be played. Some interesting games in the Mountain West tonight. I don't know that there's really any upsets that I see. Um, I mean, UNLV could play a spoiler potentially, but I kind of doubt it the way San Diego State's playing right now. Uh, New Mexico over Colorado State. Sure, they could do the Aggies a favor by beating the Rams, but I don't see that one happening either. But uh, later in the week, I think is where it gets juicy. On Friday, Colorado State is at Nevada. That could be an interesting showdown. And then Saturday night, Utah State at Fresno State. And the Bulldogs love to be playing spoilers if they could. Yeah, Chance absolutely. To take- Take down two of the top teams of the Mountain West. You know they're looking yeah. forward to that. And if they, if with they a lot should, of time to prepare yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, and, and they, and yeah, you're right. They have a lot of time to prepare for it. They'll be playing at home. They have plenty of momentum on their side. And they're, I mean, they're playing loose. They have really nothing to lose. They're going to be playing loose for that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, absolutely. Hey, how much time do we got? Uh, less than a minute. Do you know what I figured out today? Did you know that the lyrics to Danger Zone? So it, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I like, saw you. I'm going to the danger zone. Like that makes oh, much more sense than highway to the what? Highway to the danger zone. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not dumb. Yes, it is. Like, you know, I'm in the danger zone. Like that just even, sounds no, so much it better even than make sense. highway danger. Highway danger zone doesn't even make sense. Highway to the danger zone. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But that that doesn't even make sense. Highway. Now, if it was freeway, yeah, sure, but highway? No, I'm going to the danger zone. 